And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, Woo-hoo. the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I am Patrick. And I'm Alan. And uh, welcome to the holiday season. We have a gift of a show for you all today when you will marvel at our ability to pun. Mm. Well done there. Thank you. Yeah, I like Thank the, you. You, you got both taken... the Marvel and you got the holiday bit in there. That was I do you the know, best. You, you well, do it is the holiday. A, it is. It is December first as we are December recording this. First is crazy. It is. Yeah, yes, it I just realized I need, I need to put up my advent calendars. Oh, Lego. No, no, no. Two okay. Lego, one Funko. Yeah. Okay. So do you you repeat? What do you mean? Advent calendars, or do what? you buy you buy new ones every year? What? You could use your Lego advent calendar from last year for this year. Well, no, because the point is to build them. I've already built all the ones from last year. So the point of advent to you is building Lego. <laughs> to be fair, the point of most things these days is building Lego. <laughs> like, I don't, know, I don't know why you're shocked at that. No, no, I'm not shocked. I'm just pointing so, out. So, yeah, so I've got the, the Lego know, Avengers the birth advent of the calendar. baby Jesus and your ability to build Legos. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, priority. it's important to note so, that I get a really cool minifig on the eve of the birth of jesus so that's what's really important so, so do you do you i think it might have been a baby group one year that's kind of like a baby for some of us <laughs> so do you keep all of the old advent calendars then i keep the pieces yeah but not the the cardboard they're up in my attic somewhere i so keep you, all of my Lego so you boxes. do have everything yeah I do, do you put them back together no i leave them together but do you put them back inside the little? No, no, I've just got them in, in the like calendar. Ziploc bags because okay. in my head someday I'm going to do something with them in terms of like decoration or mm. something like that. Well, as I long just, as you've got a plan, I just haven't pulled that off yet. So got it. But yeah, so I've got okay. Lego Marvel, Lego Star Wars, and then Funko this year is doing a DC themed calendar. Oh wow, which they haven't done before. So, so you get Marvel, DC, and the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, can I stop doing the uh, Lego Harry Potter? Why? They just is that a, they they is that a JK like uh, protest. Or? No, I stopped I stopped it before okay. that. Um, but yeah, I just I I got kind of bored with the calendars. They oh. kind of there isn't a they don't have as deep a, a bench in terms of like characters yeah. and stuff. And I guess so that's true. It got a little is a little repetitive. Well, I mean, yeah. every year you get a Harry and a Ron and a Hermione. Yeah, so shots shots fired, I would so, say, to the Harry Potter Advent. Yeah. So yeah, so that makers. one that one I I gave up on I think a couple of years ago. So you're down to only three Advent exactly. calendars, which exactly. makes you either the most religious or the least religious it's, person it's, in America. It's a kind of religion. <laughs> but that's yeah, yeah. not what we're here to talk about. No, today. no, no. With Zach as well, Zach. Welcome and happy holidays. Thank you, thank you. Pleasure to be here. We're going to talk about. The Marvels. The Marvels, yes. Yeah, that's right. There was a, a new Marvel movie. That came out like three weeks ago. Recently we're a, little, we're a little slow to get to it. It's taken us a little bit of time. Well, we're there's very a busy that, people. There's a chance that a lot of people have been slow to get to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. my drift there. Yeah, no, that was subtle. Yeah. So, could we just start with like overall reaction? Sure. And then we usually do the good, the bad, mm-hmm. and then try to figure out what's going on. Okay. So, what's your overall reaction? Um. Uh, let's see, what did I say here? Uh, you, so you need to go to your notes. I do. Yeah, make sure you okay. I'd good. say it was a fun and enjoyable film, but also pretty unremarkable. Like I don't hate that it exists, unlike say Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh. But I also don't know that it needs to exist, or feels like it makes a reason for it to exist. I think I disagree with you today. Really? Yeah. Y- I really kind of enjoyed this movie. Okay, 
who are you and what have you done with Alan? Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I mean, know it's like that lately I, I have been a bit of a downer. You have been. On Marvel and the MCU. If, if by lately you mean since Endgame, which was like yeah. four years ago. Well, time, time, yeah, time has kind of collapsed upon me in that way. Um, maybe you guys haven't caught my the full weight of my dissatisfaction. Oh, no, no. It's been, it's, yeah, no, I, it's, well, it's, Movies, it's like but, a, a fine wine. You got to let it breathe to really pick up yeah. the... Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I don't understand why people hate it. I enjoyed it too. Now, I'm not I saying just, you hate it, yeah. but but I don't understand why people hate it. And I I feel like if Marvel were willing to get rid of, we can talk about this later because mm-hmm. it's in my notes, get rid of the whole Loki um, and uh, uh, the guy that sits in the chair at the end of time. Kang? Yeah, Kang. If they could just get rid of Loki and Kang. You mean the movie, multiverse stuff. Yeah, this movie actually gives them any number of avenues mm. to build a universe that I think would be more easily followed for people like me who are completely mystified by the Kang, yeah. Loki stuff, and maybe make it more accessible to people again. Yeah, I do enjoy I, I the moment in the um, post credit scene when Monica's in sort of the, the new universe. Yes. The moment when she realized, I think it's like right after Hank says something about the multiverse. Yeah. She goes, oh, shit. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I think that's how most people feel. <laughs> like that... Oh, more multiverse stuff. Well, yeah, if, if that's the way they do it, it's going to be a problem. But I, I'm not saying I think this film is high art. I'm not saying Correct. this is like, I'm not saying this is one of the best Marvel movies. No, no. But I think it's pretty good. And it's I think fun. it's much better than they've done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say it's, it's, it's a fun, fun movie. When's the last time we watched a Marvel movie that I thought was fun? Ragnarok? Probably right. <laughs> I'm and, like, cause, I mean, Endgame was good, but I wouldn't necessarily call it fun. fun. Like it was dark. Yeah, Ragnarok and, and, would and be, heavy. I think, probably the last really fun one that that you so, enjoyed. I think that's what maybe, caught me. Maybe No Way Home, had right? Some like, fun well, to it. so the Spider-Man stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, and I think this movie has some Spider-Man vibes to it. We can talk about that, okay, as we move on to. But I just thought it was, I thought it was fun, and it was light, and it wasn't really oh, yeah. wasn't weighed down with a lot of politics. There's like a little politics in there, yeah, but probably too much for the. People that don't like well, I think the politics. I well, I mean, the politics are pretty. The politics are more, I think, in the casting. Well, the casting, and then and then the one the one cameo. Which cameo? Valkyrie, which pretty oh. heavily hinted at a relationship between her and Captain Marvel, as having taken place. Oh well, I guess I mean which which again I mean it was very kind of like yeah tokenistic, but but, I would say. but by Marvel's standards, you know. It, 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 it it was pretty light, I thought, yeah. on that. I clearly had, like, an environmentalist kind of yeah. message, but, like, nothing they're playing up very heavily because it's just yeah. kind of like a fun movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Of, of the most recent Marvel stuff, I give this one my most hearty endorsement. Really? Wow. Yeah. I am surprised. What's better? Of the recent stuff. I'm not... Like, I'm post-Endgame. I mean, it... it yeah. I, well, I said it's better than Love and Thunder. Um, <laughs> Love and Thunder wasn't that bad, but yeah. it wasn't very good. Garbage. Oh. I know you did not care for that one. Garbage. Yeah. Take Avengers from me again. <laughs> I'm going to stomp on all the things Zach loves. Wow. But now you're stomping for, on Marvel. It's like ever. we've swapped I'm not stomping, but yeah, I'd like a, for the, I, 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 well, I you perfect. did say Love and Thunder was garbage. Oh, yeah. It, that's yes, I was stomping, stomping I yeah. think. Okay, that's okay. fair. I yeah. thought you meant Marvels. I thought yeah. you meant Marvels. Yeah, no, I meant MC. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I so. just, this is not a movie I'm probably going to go back and watch again. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten like, back I don't to see think it, but it's I, like. I, I, Great, but like yeah, I thought it was. I think we're kind of on the same. I thought page. it was like a super entertaining movie, and yeah. for me, it made it seem better than maybe it was. 
Because mm. I thought it was just a movie that le- like leaned into entertainment. Well, oh, I absolutely which, agree. Which, well, which, and I think a lot of that I'm, has to do with the chemistry between the three leads. I think one really works really well between absolutely agree uh, Paris and Villani and Larson. Like I think the three of them playing off of each other um, is one of the strengths of it, which I think most people have said. Like the yeah. the um, the the casting, particularly of the main three leads, like they they play really well off of each other for sure. And I think in particular the the inclusion of Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And the humor she brings mm-hmm. added a kind, it kind of humanized Captain Marvel mm. a little bit and softened her a little bit mm. and made her a little bit more human mm. to me from the first film. I thought yeah. that that having Miss Marvel there actually made for a much richer and more complex yeah. Captain Marvel along yeah. the way. Well, I think they're still struggling because they, they, we, we talked about this before that in the first movie, there is sort of this undercurrent of, you know, she lost her memories of her time on Earth, and so she's got that that disconnect. Basically right. a version of, like, what Rogue did to her in the comics. Right, right. And they try to hit on that again in this film. They mention that she's, like, somehow reviewing her memories and trying to reconnect right. to them. Right, And so, again, it, it's that part of her character that she's supposed to be somewhat kind of emotionally flat and disconnected right. to things. Yeah. But I still don't feel like they've done enough to... Kind of make that. Kind of, I think what happens is that a lot of people just take it as, oh, Larson, you know, is you know, kind of of um, sleepwalking through the role, or she's not really invested in it, and right. things like that. And I'd like because I, she's it, playing it a particular because she's playing it that way. And and I don't think I don't think they've done quite enough to seed that. But I can see. But I, I think and so having Miss Marvel, Marvel with her does help with that, like juxtaposing and kind of the relationship yeah. they build helps to kind of better understand yeah. that maybe and make her a more complete character yeah. on the screen for me anyway. Like I, yeah. I, I agree with you, the chemistry between the three, mm-hmm. one of my complaints will be there should have been more of that. Yeah. Well, it, it's a very short film and there's which, a by lot the way, of stuff going on, another which I know you love big bonus. Yeah, I know that it's not making me sit through yes. two and a half Hour and hours. 40. When I saw the time run, I was like, yeah. well, I was going to appreciate that hour and 45 happy Maybe man. That, that's that. It, could it, once could, upon a time, when we were young, that mm-hmm. was a long movie. That was an, yeah. And now it's considered to be short. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, the explosion of length is... Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, of course... Yes. You know which of the three I was most excited to see. Uh, Professor Marvel. Well, that's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> anyway, I, li- I liked that, that Kamala kept trying to... Yes. To give her yeah. that code name. I was a little upset they didn't actually get to giving her a code name in the right. film. But she like, is Photon, right? Is I don't know if she's adding. I, 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 I thought think... I read somewhere online that there was this. I think in the credits it still just says Monica Rambeau. Okay. I don't think she's ever named. I, I saw something about that too, but I think it was more she's not actually ever given the name. Yeah. Well, she's not. Photon. But, right. But of course, as, as you know, having gotten into Avengers somewhat intermittently right at the time that she joined the team. Like, yeah. I've always had sort of an affection for the Monica Rambeau character. Yeah, yeah. I was very excited when she show up in WandaVision. And so I was very excited to see her featured in this film. And not just, like, but, like, really featured. Well, I would I would, I would, would quibble with that a little yeah. bit. Because mm-hmm. there's a point at which I realized in the film that in terms of the main plot yeah. with the battle with, with Darben, it felt to me Kamala obviously has the bracelet. Right. Uh, which connects her to that whole thing. Right. Obviously, Captain Marvel has the relationship with Darben in the past. Right. And the Kree in general. Correct. There is no connection for her, for Cap, for Monica to that 
And so the point at which I was like, oh, Monica feels like she's being kind of carried along by the plots of the other two. Yeah. Which is also the moment when I was like, oh, so she's going to be the one to sacrifice herself in the end. Because I'm like, there's, there's no other yeah. plot for her beyond, like, Interesting. trying to gain yeah. her powers and, and having the relationship with Carol. But, but she doesn't, she's kind of carried along. Well, that's and I kind of wish, so I wish they had given her, like, m- something more of her own. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of it, I guess, in in plot terms. Yeah. I think what you're saying is fair. Yeah. But when she's on the screen. Oh, she's great. And she's an equal to mm-hmm. the other two characters and plays just as an important a role in yeah. many ways in kind of the, the character development yeah. that happens among the three. Yeah. So one of the things I liked, because you t- talked about WandaVision, mm-hmm. was I really kind of liked the beginning where we kind of open to Kamala's room and mm-hmm. she's drawing her Avengers fanfic. Oh, yeah. And the cartoonish flourishes that kind of are, are painted in around her mm-hmm. are very, they very much evoke what was done on Disney+. Plus. Like well, there's I- this... It is, except that they, didn't we talk about they only really did it in like the first episode of the Disney Plus series, and True. then they kind of went away from it, which we didn't. So I was, I, right. I thought the same thing too. I was like, oh, it's True. back. Yeah, but but to me, it it maybe for the first time, I'm thinking something that happened that originated on Disney mm. actually kind of matters. Like I think about I think about oh, Agents yeah. of Shield when we talked mm. about that poor abandoned stepchild of a show, right? <laughs> yes, that was always quote-unquote, part of the MCU, Until but in fact, wasn't. really wasn't. And it was, and even when it was, it was in such a tangential, yeah. unimportant way, because it was clear that TV didn't matter mm-hmm. and the movies did. I just, I loved that, that not, this was, for me, the best integrated of the, yeah, of the, of well, this, I think, of that kind I of relationship. I think Ms. Marvel is the first thing from a television show to, to pop up on in the movies. Unless we count Multiverse of Madness kind of following the the end of WandaVision. Right. Um, but there's nothing that's right. unique to WandaVision that pops up in Multiverse of but Madness. But here I just, I felt like finally maybe the TV yeah. mattered a little bit. And yes. then the, the drawing made me think about fanfic. Mm-hmm. Because of course, like Kamala is so much into the fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And thinking about the way in which fan fiction might be thought of impacting the film that follows. That like, as you watch the film, there are these moments where I, I, I think... Like starting with fanfic sets up kind of some of the things they go to do. So for mm. me, what one like one avenue that fanfic takes is often kind of a whimsical, mm-hmm. kind of playful avenue, right? It's mm-hmm. taking like more serious kind of subject matter and turning it into something, you know, a little more whimsical. And there were a couple of moments of like real whimsy in the film that mm-hmm. made me feel like the fanfic was kind of being threaded mm. through it. So there's a planet full of people who communicate only through singing. Yeah, that didn't quite work for me. I don't know if it totally worked for me. I mean, it totally makes the movie a musical, though. But it was, it doesn't for you. <laughs> it does for me. Oh, no, it does. No, it does. Yeah, no, this but, absolutely is a musical. But but it's a very whimsical kind of take. It is. Right? Yes. Like, it's a very playful way of thinking about... It is. I just felt difference. like, you know, they well, only speak through song, but they're literally singing in English. Like I was like, it didn't feel. I I, I don't okay. know, I don't know how they could have done it, but I wish yeah. they had done a more imaginative way of like, what does it mean to only communicate through song? I think that's fair, but to me, so. like the fan fictional kind of element of it, mm. kind of like it it fit. It's the same with the at the same time like the Princess Carol, yeah, kind of interlude. Like is a very kind of fan fictional kind of take mm. on like you put her in a, a Disney princess dress. Mm-hmm. And you wed her off to like the king of the singing, yeah, king people. of the singing people. And so I kind of, I, 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 that might have been 
those scenes were not my favorite part, but like the playfulness of it mm. was definitely my favorite, like yeah. favorite part of the film. The stuff I'm going to complain about later is is less playful. Okay, I would say. So, quick, so I do. I do want. Yes. I do want yeah, to please. add because uh-huh. you're right that that Ms. Marvel is sort of the first one to um, kind of thread into the MCU movie universe, and then of course there's the second one. The second one. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. That, that that we get sort of well, Kate that Bishop. Was, I was very excited. Yeah, no, very I, excited. The I, moment you saw her silhouette with the bow, I'm like, oh, it's Kate. Kate. And then there's Pizza Dog. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, I was so happy. I knew that was your moment. That's one of that's one of of a few moments. Yeah. That, so that that well, the other one obviously is uh is just the inclusion of of Monica. Yes. Yeah. No. Which is path breaking in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and and hopefully they do her character. Yeah. Justice on the other side of this yeah. rift in the space-time continuum or whatever. Yeah, well, she's most people think she might be in the live-action version of the X-Men cartoon. Because Beast is in the white lab coat that he wore most of the time yeah. in that cartoon. Yeah. So, can we come back to that in sure. a moment? But I've got a quick science superhero question oh, for excellent. you. Because I know that you love these. Yes. And I'm, I'm not sure I fully follow the villain's plan here. Darben? Yeah. Okay. So the the film is kind of the, the villain is predicated upon sort of the environmental devastation of the Cree homeland. Correct. Hala. Right? There you go. Thank you, Hala. And um she blames Carol for it because this, Carol this is my role on the show. The the supreme intelligence. Correct. So I think I understand using one of those jump points to bring air back to your planet. That's the part you understand? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's the part that doesn't. I'm like, Here's I'm the not part sure I don't understand. Suck it. I'm not sure how when your they... planet has lost its atmosphere, you could just suck the atmosphere well, from another planet how they, and they, put it in how place. Do they, how do they reignite the sun just by draining the sun? I don't know. I'm not, but this is your job. Yeah, this is your job on this, the show is to know, is to explain it the is. science I, to me. Well, this How is this that... is in some way. Well, I mean, you figure you've got sort of you know the dead sun or the dying mm. sun on Hala. Yeah, if you open a portal right next to that and yeah. then suck the our sun's energy into it and it goes into that new sun, it would yeah. just theoretically reignite. That and why sun. would it go into the new sun? Because you've got the, the portal right there. But it could go lots of different places. No, you could just could... torch the planet. Hala. No, because you've got well. You, clearly, you don't aim the portal at the planet. You aim the portal at the sun. I don't know. Could you? So you you can aim the portal at. So you think that's how you would if you needed yes. to reignite a star? So you would just shoot it with sun, a flamethrower. So so here's Earth Sun. This is going to be really good for here's, people listening. Yeah, here's you put two Hala fists sun, in the air, and here's the portal in between them. Oh, and then there's a. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's the Stranger Things upside down. <laughs> thought, yeah, no, that's pretty I good. I thought you'd appreciate that. That's pretty Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Do I have coffee cups? Because I could do it with coffee cups, too. No, no, no. So, if, you, if you do a flash thing, I'm done. No, it is. Like, it I, is. Will, I will get up and leave the studio <laughs> right now. It is perhaps one of the more comic book science-y things in that I'm not yeah. sure any of that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It, um, okay. So I just wanted to be clear that I wasn't missing yeah. some kind of principle of physics yeah i mean explain. even even like we're gonna open a portal above hala and pour like an entire planet's ocean through that portal I'm like well that seems like it's gonna end very badly because yeah. that's a lot of water coming down very fast and very hard yeah like that yeah. does not seem no I, all, like a good yeah, plan yeah. so but i think again the villain is kind of one of the weak parts i i the... would say darben for me is 
probably one of, if not the weakest MCU villain we've had. Wow. Just because there's no real She's not explanation for her. Well, there... I think there is an explanation for her, but it is so perfunctory. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. That, is that, that it's very that, that there's no real. It gets a very a very rudimentary paint by number kind yeah. of villain. You oh, mean rudimentary? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, um, rudimentary. Why not? I think you can say it either way. No, I don't think you can. You can. You one can. of them's right, and one's wrong, though. Okay, keep looking at Zach for the judgment. Then <laughs> he doesn't know. So, um, yeah, like she. Could have had a really great backstory, but yeah. you'd have to actually devote time to it. Well, and that, and you know what? I'm kind of okay with us not devoting a lot. Yeah, of time I mean to that it. that's one of the re- one of the things that I think the film I think sort of boxed itself in with is, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's meant to be. It, it's obviously a sequel to Captain Marvel. Yeah, but Captain Marvel didn't really leave it with a lot to do in terms of a sequel, because you know the the big but, end of that movie was her blowing up. Uh, Ronin's ships that were invading and like yeah. Ronin said something at the end of that film about like you know oh you know we'll have to deal with her and I'm like well you're dead in the present so that's that storyline's a dead end right there yeah and then but... she sends she sends Yonrog back to Hala saying tell the Supreme Intelligence I'm coming yeah and then that just becomes a kind of a footnote in this movie well they needed to spend a lot more time telling the decline of Hala if they really wanted to make yeah, Darben I, I, I think that's the thing is interesting is, or meaningful character. Yeah, and I think they need. I mean, the issue too is is because I, I don't quite follow the timeline on it. No, I don't even want to think about. The in timeline. terms of did she, you know, when did she go and like destroy Hala? Right, because the original Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. Did she do this back in the nineties? And they've been suffering since, or did she do this post Endgame? Like, I'm not really clear on like. Right, where Hala, where she became the annihilator and and blew up the stream intelligence and whatnot. Right, because it takes it, a long, it takes a while for Hala to deteriorate. Well, after there's that, a civil, right? there's a civil war right, that leads to the deterioration of Hala. Right, so. that's what I mean. Like it's not like the destruction immediately yeah. destroys the environment. There is an intervening set of events. Yeah. Well, and and I don't know particularly in Gar- the other thing too is that in Guardians, you know, we see the scene where. Um, What's her face on the planet is trying to get the Kree to stop Ronan after they signed the treaty. Right. Uh, Xandar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, so is that the civil war? Is like Ronan's not doing because Ronan doesn't like the current Kree leadership. But we also see a shot of the Kree planet, at least in the screen. I'm like, well, it looks like the planet. I mean, it's sunny. Yeah. So I'm like, so when when did the civil war happen? When did they yeah. say? So yeah, it's just it's all kind of. Which is muddy for me. One of the reasons I will like the film is I didn't have to think about it. Yeah, you know, and so maybe Darben being less developed was good for yeah. me in that way. Because yeah, I would, I would have I liked, I would have liked I'm, Darben to be a more significant villain because she, she's just kind of yeah. No, I agree. She's, she's there. She's among the weakest of the Marvel villains for me. Yeah, I, she, the Marvel villains have been relatively weak over time. Yeah, too. So, um, and my other complaint is like too much punchy punch. <laughs> At the expense of like I the, the character development stuff was way more interesting than the than the the special effects and the yeah. the battling it out yeah. for me. So, but I yeah. Um, so we've talked a little bit about Photon or Professor Marvel, or, yeah. but I thought Iman Vellani's performance was actually really good. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Like she holds up to yep. big time stars all yep. around her. Um, she's really funny. She's mm-hmm. empathetic. Mm-hmm. 
she's got like enough Peter Parker, Spider-Man energy yeah. in her that she brings kind of that naive mm -hmm. um, enthusiasm to the task. And yet she's not just a clone of yeah. Peter Parker. She is her own person. Yeah. I just thought yeah. um, whoever cast her. Yeah, the I mean, right she's, choice. she's yeah. very, very good at this. I mean, again, I mean, for the main hero characters, Marvel has generally done a good job with casting. Yeah. She's another one that they've pretty much nailed. I, she's, I think that's a hard one to get right, too. Yeah. And, like, they, they really got it yeah. right. As they did with Zenobia Shroff as her mom. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could watch a movie about her mom. Yeah. Just, like, a day in the life. Yeah, I, kinda, I, I, I enjoyed like, the inclusion like, of her family. Yeah. Like, I thought her, her whole family. And here's the yeah. crazy thing. The cats didn't bother me. One of the things that I really mm. did not like in the trailer was the cat floating up in, in space. Mm. No interest in it. No, I the, the cat with the big like octopus legs mm -hmm. that come out. And I never found it interesting. Never mm -hmm. found it funny. Never found it engaging. And yet, yeah. all of a sudden, these little kittens. I'm like, I don't hate them. Yeah, they, like, I, I do really have it. Don't I don't hate them. I I do have it. Yeah, I know exactly. It's a bizarre. I don't hate them. I hate cute kids, but oh, cute furry kitty. Well, I didn't say I don't love them, but I don't yeah. hate them. Like, I should have hated them, but I didn't. Well, here I know. This is probably going to ruin very organic to the plot. I, I don't know. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure in the first Captain Marvel movie, when Goose ate people, they did not come back out. Like... Goose no, digested people. That's so, a fair question. So I, the whole like cats yeah. digesting people to save them so they can get on the planet. I'm like, that's new. Yeah, like, but like hairballs. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Maybe he, we didn't see enough of Goose. Maybe he. The didn't only thing we see, the stuff. only thing Goose coughs up, I think, is the tesseract. Everything else that Goose ate in that movie, I think, stays in Goose. Well, at least on screen. At least, yeah. We don't know what he's purging off screen. Yeah, exactly. So, so that was a little bit weird for me. I'm like, yeah. I don't remember Flurkins being that safe a thing to to. I didn't even know they were called Flurkins. So, that, what do you mean you don't know they're called Flurkins? Totally forgotten. That's how little I care anymore. That's why I love the movie so much. The kittens were kind of cute, floating around, yeah. gobbling up people. It's a great movie if you forget anything that was said. Then vomiting them out. <laughs> do they call them Flurkins in the movie? Yes, repeatedly. Really? Yes. You said they they weren't saying curtains, flurkins, like, curtain like kittens, kittens? flurkins, curtains. They're also referred Ooh, to as flurkins multiple times in the first Captain Marvel. Oh, movie I think too. I remember that movie. That was a long time ago, and it wasn't that great a movie. Yeah. I do have one complaint about Kamala though. Okay. And that's the quantum bands. Oh, oh boy, here we go. No, because here's the thing. Uh huh. We talked about when we saw in the trailer. I pointed out that design wise. They look like the quantum bands. Okay. Function-wise, they function like the Nega bands. Because the original Captain Marvel had the Nega bands that would allow him to switch places with Rick Jones. Yeah. But here's the problem. You know who the primary holder of the quantum bands is in the Marvel Comics universe. I, I've already forgotten what Nega bands do. <laughs> so I'm pretty confident so I don't know who holds them. I the am comic. not happy with this film's Quasar erasure. Because oh. Quasar is the owner of the quantum bands. In the comics, and this movie is Quasar Erasure. Very upset about that. You think there'll never be a Quasar? There will. Well, no, because Kamala's got them. You're not going to replace Kamala with Quasar. I mean, I'm the biggest fan of Quasar, and I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's upsetting I think to me that they would, call. You that. might be a big fan, but I feel like Quasar's pretty low on the pecking order of really characters. They below to... Drax and Rocket Raccoon, 
yeah. all those characters yes. before they were in the Guardians Even movie. Even below them, yes. No, ridiculous. Yeah, Quasar was always a... Quasar, Quasar was own... always a laughing stock no, of comic no, book superheroes. Okay. No, he's, Nobody no. took him seriously. Everyone took... He's a very you know good what? character. I know... He had a 60-issue solo comic run. I know people who got published in multiple stuff. letter columns, which suggests that not a lot of people were writing into those letter columns. Or someone <laughs> wrote really good letters. Or... Nobody gave a crap about <laughs> or Quasar. someone wrote really insightful letters or nobody about cared things about going Quasar. on. In Quasar. No, I care about Quasar. I know you do. So I, we we all you cannot agree say that you nobody care about, cares about Quasar. I, you, I, I can so I'm see very that you upset, care about Quasar. Very I think upset over Quasar. He is Rachel. below Ra- Rocket Raccoon even before. No, that's ridiculous. Guardians. Ridiculous. Quasar is Quasar one of the linchpin Marvel comic characters. From the moment he showed up on the page, that is ridiculous. He was a has-been. No, he didn't matter. No, and he never I'll will give matter. you. He might have been and never was, but he was not a has-been. <laughs> he was an overpowered guy who never did anything. Oh come on! Just because he's got the bands that allow him to create create shapes out of quantum energy. Yeah. Would you say Green Lantern is overpowered? No, I'm I'm, well, I'm comparing that to how much power he had to what he actually accomplished in the universe. He accomplished a lot. Green Lantern did, right? He, no, no. Green Lantern Quas- certainly did. Quasar saved the universe from Maelstrom. And who is Maelstrom? Uh, he's a former Eternal that uh, I can't really remember because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that really forgettable. <laughs> but he was big. Universe-ending threat. But I don't really remember much about yeah. him. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so he took on. down the most nondescript. No, he took down. Oh, no. Maelstrom's not nondescript. No? Yeah, no. You just can't describe him. He's, Which would be the definition of nondescript. No, he's but... hard. He's hard to describe. <laughs> Thank you. He's hard. To, he he's he's ineffable. Yeah, in a way that Quasar is as well. So, Boy, there's something yeah. to do with ineffable and Quasar, but I'm going to let that one. I'm going to let that one slide by. So, um, but yeah, but yeah. So I'm very upset. Quasar erasure. I, I, I am not upset at all. I know Quasar was never here. Quasar was never really here, and now he's gone. Quasar's an Avenger. Just slide him right in. He was Avenger. an Avenger, right? Well, and it, once Hasn't an Avenger, always an Avenger. everybody been an Avenger? Not everybody. Who's not been an Avenger? Has Cyclops ever been an Avenger? No. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there's, a lot, of, out. there's a lot of X-Men that have never been what Avengers. What about Jubilee? No. No? No. Huh. We've only allowed certain X-Men in as Avengers. Okay. Like Rogue. Tokens, really. Deadpool. I mean, given the current roster of Uncanny Avengers, M. Well, Hickman brought some in, right? Wait, M is on the Avengers now? The Uncanny Avengers. Oh, no. um, That's a character they never really figured out, I yeah. think. Yeah, she's she's having, like, a relationship with Quicksilver. Really? Yeah, apparently. They're, I don't know. Weird thing. Huh. Interesting. No. But yeah, so so another th- another knock against this film is, is its Quasar erasure. Well, I think that, I didn't realize that Quasar had been erased, but now I like the film even more. It might that's, be better than Endgame upsetting. at this point. Oh, my God. So the film clearly provides a platform to launch different projects. Like, let's say mm. we were going to get rid of Loki Kang. Yeah. Let me pitch three. Okay. With a bonus fourth. Okay. That this film would give us. Okay. Option one. Mm-hmm. Probably the least likely of the three. Mm-hmm. A Force. Oh. Yeah, we kind of do have strong female yeah, leads, that is true. like an all female Avengers. That is true. You could throw She Hulk all... in there. She was on A Force, right? You could talk. Yeah, I mean, well, lots of people were on A Force. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, we're 
almost there. One of my favorite parts of the film, my, my favorite part of the film was when the three leads shared the screen together. Mm -hmm. I just thought like they had great chemistry. Yeah. I'd like to see more of it. Yeah. The training sequence where they're learning how to use yeah. the way they switch. Kind of fun. The heart to heart relationships, mm -hmm. the fangirling. I'm not sure I want a Marvels 2. Yeah. But I could see this expanding into an all females Avengers and being pretty happy with that as a development. Yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, I guess Black Widow can't join, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe there's one from uh, What If that could be ported over. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe Quasar will get a What If. Yeah. <laughs> what if Quasar had ever mattered? That'll be the title. That's just, just rude. That's just rude. All right. So Poor, option number two. Wendell. Wendell? Yeah, his name's Wendell Vaughn. I can't even name <laughs> Yeah. Wendell. Wendell Vaughn. Yep. Okay, um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Incredibly. He's supposed to be an everyman. Is he? Yes. Quasar or Wendell? Both. Quasar. Wait. Box checked. <laughs> Definitely an everyman. <laughs> um, option number two, the most obvious, mm -hmm. Young Avengers. Yes. You'd be pretty excited about that. Maybe just a little. Yeah. So Kate Bishop. Yep. Cassie Lang, I guess. Yep. Clearly, they're starting with those three. Anybody else you'd throw on? I mean, in a, a way, think about this. Bonus, young A-Force. Yeah. Because they're all women. They are. It, I mean, it, it's hard to say because, I mean, the other people... I mean, because uh, Kamala actually wasn't part of Young Avengers. Um, but she doesn't have to be, right? She doesn't have... No, no. Well, I think they're going to end up doing kind of... It might end up being a blend of, like, Young Avengers and then the Champions team. Sure. Because Young Avengers, I mean, the other ones that, that fill out the roster besides Kate and Cassie are Iron Lad, who's a young king. What about Wiccan? Is he on that team? Wiccan and Hulkling are yeah. both on there. Um, and then Speed, which is the, 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 the Wiccan's brother, the Scarlet Witch's twins. Okay. So there's a lot of, and they've obviously introduced both of them. But there's, so there's a, but there's a lot, lot of baggage there. What I would like to see yeah. is I would like Kamala, um, Kate Bishop. Um, stature. The next place I'm going is a live action Miles Morales. That would be. Good. I would bring them in. I would bring him yeah. in as another. Young Which you Avenger. could through the Loki multiverse. You could very. So yeah. So I mean, stupidity. Well, keep in mind that in Spider Man Homecoming, yeah, when Spidey webs up Donald Glover's character, who is playing Aaron, which is Miles's uncle from the film, he mentions he's got a nephew. Right. So Miles is floating around there somewhere. So. So I would do, I would, yeah. I could see. But I would still call it Young Avengers because oh, I, yeah. I'm not oh, yeah, I'm like, still calling I'm Young not Avengers. like so captured by the canon that it has to have the original. Like, no, no, I would still call, call it Young it, Avengers. You call it Young but Avengers. But I would, I probably wouldn't, I know this will shock you. I would not stick so strictly to canon in terms of who's among the Avengers. I am stunned. Yeah, it's like we have switched bodies. Yeah, so yeah. I would, I would, I think Miles would be a perfect well, logical person would to you, put in there. Would you keep like Peter Parker in for a, like an intro to Miles then for the Young Avengers? Would you well, have That's true. Him, Peter Parker's young enough that he could he's be young, young enough Avengers. and he, yeah. he would be the most I'd probably still, one. I'd probably still do Miles. The thing is, I think he'd if, be you, a leader. if you do Miles, yeah, but I think you Kamala's have be a leader. you have a real hook to bring the audience into. Yeah, because Miles is widely loved. Yeah, the, the Spider Verse stuff has been huge success. Yeah, I think that if you're a, a businessman yeah. trying to figure out how do you get people into the Young yeah. Avengers, like the live action debut. Of yeah, Miles. well, and it, and it, yeah, and if we works. did Young A Force, yeah. then I would swap out Miles for for Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen would be. Oh, would actually, I, I would rather have Spider Gwen. Like she would work in there really well too. Young A Force would be really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think, yes. yeah, so I'd probably go Miles. I'm not sure who else I would bring in. But I, but, oh, that's true. She does do, she does do yeah. the voice of Spider Gwen. That, yeah, that could it, be a, you know, it would be like, great if we did Young A Force and it was yeah. still the animated version of Spider Gwen oh, in kind of like the cool you know style. Like that would be, that would actually be pretty cool. That would be kind of neat. That to would see. be cool. I agree. Um, but yeah, so that I, yeah, so Young Avengers, but I, I, I could see ways in which they could do Young Avengers, but. You know, I mean, again, the idea was that the Young Avengers were all versions of people who had been Avengers. Right. Spider-Man's been an Avenger, so Miles yeah. coming in kind of kind of works. Or Spider-Man would be cool too. <clears throat> so I know we got to get to why the movie's not doing well. Yes, but there was one more platform I had, and then we can talk about what you've got, and then we okay. can wrap with that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the X-Men. Right now, the Captain, no, yes. Professor Marvel is on the wrong side mm-hmm. of the universe. Yes, so like. Is it possible when the rift was open that some of the X-Men drifted in? I guess. So there's like a squad of X-Men already I in guess. the MCU I, that proper? Would, I, you know, I, I don't know that I'd like it I don't it know about way. the science of it, but I'm just wondering. Well, I mean, we did kind of see that in No Way Home, is that when the rifts were opening all there, we saw kind of shadowy forms of like right. all of the Spider-Man villains. Yeah. So if they wanted to go that way, they could, but I don't, I don't like that way. So, but they, they have to work the X-Men in somehow, right? Like they now do. That, I don't think so. Oh, I I mean, we've talked about. They're not going to use the Kelsey Grammer beast. Well, I gotta say, of of all the X Men they could have brought in, like that's kind of the Frazier is a real disappointment. Yeah, I'm like particularly given that there are X Men that have much more profound connections to Captain Marvel. Right, Rogue being the first one, of course. Wolverine probably being the second. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for it to be Kelsey Grammer's beast, which was fine, nice little nostalgia thing. Yeah. But I was I was a little underwhelmed that that's. That's the direction that they. I agree, they but like a glimpse of the X Men in the universe was, you know, maybe a a, a yeah. spark of hope. I did like kind of the way in which the stories mirrored each other. That in the Beast universe, I suppose, mm-hmm. right? Phoenix destroys a sun, mm-hmm. and just thus destroys a planet of mm-hmm. people. And in this one, Carol reinvigorates a sun oh, and that's saves true. a planet of yeah. people. So there's that's this true. kind of, and she she had an almost binary look to her. Oh yeah, I mean, she she's clearly that, got. Which I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Binary, yeah. I think, was like a really underappreciated character. Yeah, yeah. I always liked Binary yeah. in that role. But anyway, like options to move forward, any one of which is better than the Loki Kang. Yeah, morass yeah, that they awesome. created. Yeah. All right, what else do you have? I do have a, so a couple other things. I did not care for the characterization of Nick Fury in this film. Okay, he was a little too much sassy black friend for me. No, I guess, um, I guess I can And see that. also, yeah. this Nick Fury makes no sense after Secret Invasion. In fact, Secret Invasion makes no sense after this movie. Like, the whole point mm. of that movie was Nick Fury lied to the scrolls about not being able to find them a planet. And yeah. then we go to the planet where the skulls are, scrolls are living. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, I thought we couldn't find planets for scrolls. Yeah. And then they leave with Valkyrie to go to another planet. I'm like, wait a minute. Seems like we've been able to find places where the scrolls could go. So yeah, no, I, okay, that's I think that's fair. I yeah, like I, I, I see the sassy black friend part. Yeah, of your critique. I like the idea that he was sidelined a little bit in yeah. in favor of the three leads. Yeah, but it, it's difficult to do without maybe treading into some problematic. Yeah, I mean, I, I, okay, I, I just I, yeah, I didn't I didn't find it. Yeah, like and so yeah, so I mean, not that secret invasion needs to be preserved, but it should not. Um, let's be clear. It it good. kind of undermines the entire premise of Secret yeah. Invasion to see yeah. like that scroll colony there. I'm like, they, they seem to be living just fine on their planet. Like yeah. why, why, why is this? Why? Yeah. So yeah, 
that was that was one of my other complaints is is that Nick Fury and I mean in he kind of had that same um um characterization in um Far From Home mm-hmm. where he seemed a bit off but then that was revealed that he was Talos pretending right. to be him yeah and I just yeah I just Nick Fury seemed a bit too much of of comic relief okay for me fair enough yep other things that's all i've got in terms right. of like good and bad all right so this this movie was obviously super divisive yes i found divisive uh, i found reviews that say it was absolutely terrible and mm-hmm. that's a quote yep. um that that it was worse than thor dark world which was merely forgettable drag mm. and eternals which was an overlong slog and the disjointed tonal qualities of thun- of um love and thunder mm-hmm. like that it's it's worse than all of that. And um, in the New York Times, they talked about a film that is, you know, just so bland mm. that it expands the universe even as cultural interest and resonance are diminishing. And then on the other hand, somebody's saying it was uproariously funny, action-packed, yeah. and um, what Marvel Studios does best. Mm-hmm. But the numbers haven't been good, right? You didn't bring any fun facts. I assume you brought some numbers. No, I don't care about numbers. Well, I didn't are, realize we were totally Numbers are roles. unimportant to gauging the success of a film. Well, I don't wouldn't say success of a film. Well, success artistically? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we don't need to talk about numbers in relationship to the Marvels. We should okay. just ignore the numbers. Okay. So shall we ignore the numbers? For Marvels, yes. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not just, sure. just ignoring the numbers. I'm not following. So it's not done particularly well. And it's, it was no, tracking no, not no. to do well. It doesn't seem like... See, the whole point was that, you know, I don't want to talk about the numbers this time. The numbers are bad. Oh, oh, got it. That was so do you have the numbers? No, I don't have the numbers. I didn't actually go get them. <laughs> For God's sake. But it, it is not performed. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's, it, it is, I mean, it is the worst performing MCU film. Which period. I, again, I don't think this is the best that they've right. ever done. And I'm not saying this is a great movie. But it does not deserve to be the worst performing film. No. If we're using money to gauge, yeah. like anything like quality, right, in it. So what's going on? I think there's a. I think there's a lot of things. Oh, um, okay. You well, want to give num- us a, a quick list? Well, I would say the. I mean, the the SAG after strike, which didn't end until like a day before the movie came out, sort of kept the actors from being able to promote the film. Do you think actors promoting really make that big a difference? Yeah, I think oh, they do. Yeah. Really. Yeah. There was. I can't. I, I don't pay any attention. There to was what some. Any of them there was some article that that pointed out. Like, um, within like the days after the strike ended, yeah. like searches on Brie Larson like went up, and it's because I mean they did at least get some interesting I'm out so there. Not part of that culture, so, yeah. So, I mean, right. I, but yeah, I, so, I do. So there think, was not enough actor. Well, promotion? but I think you, you can also look at something like the whole Barbenheimer phenomenon, which was largely generated by the actors sort of doing that, and they were able to do it because it was before the strike. Okay. So, so I think I think promotion. I think that did I think okay. that did hamstring it quite a bit. I don't think the marketing of the film in general was great. It's a good fun family film that released not far before Thanksgiving, and they yeah. didn't market it as a fun family film. Mm. It would be something the whole family could enjoy. Yeah, like it's okay. it's it's a perfect kind of family entertaining film. So the first one Marvel couldn't have avoided, but the second one is a yeah. A I think Marvel I think the marketing miss. wasn't great. Okay. Um. As we've already talked about, there's a lot leading up to this film. 
Mm-hmm. Like you've got Captain Marvel, WandaVision, Ms. Marvel, and Secret Invasion. That's a lot of stuff that this film, you know, and even though it does, I think, decently in terms of standing on its own, there yeah. there is kind of a lot of freight. It's interesting that I found um, this one more standalone yeah. than than other stuff that we've seen, but that's yeah. just my preference. And then I think the other thing, and this isn't particular to this yeah. film, but to the MCU right now, is yeah. that right now... I don't feel like there's the same sense of a strong hand guiding the MCU these days. Um, and with the sheer amount of content that the MCU is putting out, yeah, but there needs about to be that, that hand. Yeah. Like it never felt like the narrative in the Infinity Saga was spiraling out of control, right? And it feels like with the Multiverse Saga, the narrative is spiraling out of control. Yeah, I would say less like again, spiraling and more sort of mindlessly meandering about. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, it's again, like part of it is of, like, like, I mean, mills, how long has move. it been since Eternals and no one has mentioned the giant celestial sticking out of the ocean? Yeah. Like, there, I mean, yeah. there's just, it doesn't feel, and in the past, it feels like there would have at least been some kind of it's too complicated, it, it, it's and there's too, no direction. There's, yeah, there's I, I clearly think that's, the whatever phase we're in right now, phase twelve or whatever, has, six, it gets, it's or five. Now, know. could you replace, could you replace Kang with like Galactus? Oh, I don't know. I I, I think if you're going to replace Kang with someone, I'd probably I'd probably go more Doctor Doom than Galactus. I love Doctor Doom. And yeah, he's like I think Doctor Doom villain ever. Who's never been done very well. That's the problem. Is Doctor Doom is hard to do. Does make sense, but they need. I I completely agree. They need a through line, a yeah. sense of purpose, a sense of a larger story being mm-hmm. told that has a direction to it. Whereas yeah. right now it doesn't. It just well, as I like think we stuff. talked about before, multiverse is not a story. It's a concept. Right. And I don't think we, whereas well, you could tell a story through it though. You could. Whereas Thanos collecting the infinity gems, like yeah. that's something that's much more easily to follow in terms of a plot. Right. A whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, people that look slightly different. It gets very confusing very fast. So well, multi- it also is yeah. boring. Like it used to be interesting that we we're going to bring yeah. back the old Spider-Man or whatever, but it's been so done. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe Doctor Doom could be trying to, yeah, like, harness the multiverse in some way. Like, maybe there's a way that you don't have to completely get rid of it. But they need, they need a really dynamic, concrete villain, and they need a sense of... They need real stakes, too. Right. Because it feels like they haven't had anything. How do you top the stakes? You know, like... Have a character die. Everybody (laughs) dies next time? Yeah. Have, Have somebody important that everybody loves die and not come back. But who is that in the universe right now? Uh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker, yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be him, right? And then you could like springboard into Possibly Miles Kamala. Morales. Yeah, yeah that's Spring- not going to happen. No, no. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, no, they can't do that. Because yeah. after, because with the licensing agreement with like, Sony, with right? The, with the licensing agreement with Sony still that they have to have for Spider-Man, you could, after the next film, because I don't know if Tom Holland wants to keep going with it. There was a thing today that... that like Tom Holland said, they're they're in discussions um, of like what the next movie could be, but yeah. But if that's the last movie, then you could springboard into Miles Morales and the Young Avengers. Yeah, you can go from there. So just kill them off, but do it in a meaningful way yeah. that actually yeah. has stakes. I don't even know that they have to kill anyone off. I we've talked about this before. The mistake Marvel made was not moving on to Fantastic Four and X Men after Endgame. Yeah. Right. They should have just cut bait with with Endgame, put a pause on it move on to fantastic because because this is the problem yeah i'd love to see dr doom 
but I want Doctor Doom to develop over like four or five films. And yes. and at this point, they need Doctor Doom to be Doctor Doom day one he shows up. And I'm like, yeah, right. that's that's why Doctor Doom didn't work in the previous film. Right. But yeah, you could see Doctor Doom coming out of Latveria, coming out of the early Avengers movies in some way. Yeah. Right? Like seeing the devastation caused, uh, it, it, deciding that he has to go to war. Yeah. Right? He has to engage in an arms race. It's been too long, though. I think you have to. Oh, I, yeah, I don't disagree with that, that but I'm saying that, that, that was Everybody the moment forgot. where yeah. you could tell the five movie development yeah. of, you know, a small little dictator yeah. and nothing little country being afraid that he's going to be next. Yeah stories there they didn't tell it dr yeah. doom's such a great movie. yeah so i mean so My i mean favorite. yeah i mean it, i mean be. galactus is hard to do i think galactus is super hard because to do. i mean it would be great to see him but he's also in some ways kind of a ridiculous character um but with how ridiculous it's already getting and so it's like you know giant purple alien dude shows up with Eating giant plants. antenna heads like yeah. he's a little he's a little esoteric i don't um, know if we need another silver surfer either well, the rumor is that they're going with a female Silver Surfer, oh, or okay. or a lot of people have because a lot of people have gotten up and the people you would expect have gotten up in arms about that, and then a lot of people are like, well, they could they just, they could just be doing Nova, <laughs> was of course a female Herald of Galactus. Like, yeah, that is a fair point. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's it's, yeah, I mean Galactus is steering in, into the cosmic end of things a lot too, which as they've yeah. been doing more and more in that they they that. You know, they seem to be struggling with. Doctor Doom gives you a rooted story in the planet Earth that you can scale back a little bit. Yeah, but see, that's the problem: is the MCU had its chance to scale back. Well, and I don't, I don't know that they can do that because now. in that way, the comics are a bad, are a bad um, blueprint. Because to me, as the Marvel universe has gotten more and more and more cosmic, mm-hmm. it's become less interesting to me. Yeah. Honestly, like you don't get individual, really interesting stories, yeah. which actually that I mean, uh, uh, Mon Valani actually said, you know, she thinks what would fix them would be a, if they the MCU is a greater focus on characters. Like yeah. they need to yes. focus on the characters. Well, that's what I'm saying worked about this movie was the yeah. characters, not everything yeah. that happened in the earlier movies was focused on the characters. And yeah. then naturally, over time, they started building relationships throughout yeah. different films yeah. like it was. You had how many Iron Mans before you had other characters show up in them? Like you had a decent well, you had one amount. Iron Man because Nick yeah. Fury shows up at the end. Well, of Nick Iron Fury, Man. but it's still like the the relationship that they developed took yeah. time, yeah. right? And it was like a quick cameo, then more than a cameo, and yeah. now it's a ally. Like yeah. it, it took right. time, and now they just throw them in and expect. That, it and that's the problem is they need to go back to where it was like one or two movies a year, you know, and just kind of slowly build. But they've got all this we talked about the, stuff now, we talked right? about, I mean, that's the the We talked about this before, this is, you know, with with Wakanda Forever, when they've got, okay, so we've got Black Panther, Pan, Black Panther and Namor fighting Panther. each other. Panthor. That's the, I think that's the cat from uh, He-Man. Um, that, uh, you know, when they have to find a scientist to help them defeat Namor, it's like, uh, the obvious one is not Ironheart. The obvious right. one is Reed Richards. Like that's when you bring Reed in. Yeah, no, they just—they've missed so many opportunities, but now they've got all of this stuff. It's like space mm. junk. Yeah, just like revolving around the MCU. Yeah, how do you like what? What you need is the space for Fantastic Four to build over a couple of movies mm-hmm. before it connects to anything else. Yeah, and it just—they've—they've they've created a big problem. For and the you adults. can bring Chris Evans back as uh, Human Torch as a Human Torch. Yeah, that was. He was a funny human. He torch. was a good. Oh, he was a great human torch. Yeah, and you he was bring a great him back. Captain America. 
You know that that movie was well. I don't know. Who was the guy that played the thing? Uh, oh, it was the lead from the commission. Chickless. Yes, Michael, Michael Chickless. Yeah, not maybe not the best. And the Reed, I thought Reed Richards was pretty bland. Yeah. In that one. Well, then I think you shared John Byrne's opinion on Jessica Alba as. Uh, I thought she was fine as yeah. the Invisible Woman. But John Byrne did not. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. Bland Reed Richards is kind of Reed Richards. That's what I was <laughs> like he's yeah. like Reed does kind of suck. But well, but yeah. that's but that sucking and being bland is not the same thing. Yeah. Like Reed Richards now is way more of kind of a flaming jerk, right? Mm-hmm. So no, you're thinking of Human Torch. But I'm ching. Hey, well, he's not a jerk though. Well, he can no, be a kind of a jerk. He's, yeah, he's, no, I got the flaming part. Fire. I was just he's trying on, to work. He's on. He's on fire. So yeah. So you're not worried about the wokeness of it being a a factor because I woke, did I did the find of what of the Marvels. Being a factor in people not. I mean, obviously, because I did see people posting about. Oh yeah, that is a theory online that I, people it, didn't it, want to see a bunch of women and people of color. In the yeah, movie. I mean, I can see that, um, and maybe it was, um, but you know, at this point, those people aren't going to like anything. That that that. Is well, going on. in many ways, this movie was not the wokest of the Marvel movies. No, it by wasn't. Far, no. I would okay, say. God no. Except for maybe in the casting. Yeah. And the way in which, you know, leads were given to certain people. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, the sa- I mean, the same people that don't like this film also didn't like Captain Marvel. Right. And that seemed to do okay. And yet they love militarism. I don't understand. I'm, I'm very yeah. confused. Like, the politics of America today, I can't quite, I yeah. can't wrap my head around. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all picking sides. I just can't decide how we've decided. Yeah. Which sides we're on? Yeah, but yeah, no. It's so I. Confusing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right. This is not the most, you know, aggressively woke film. Beyond that... who the characters are. Yeah, like there's right. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but there's even, it's not a preachy. Film even the in sort of environmental yeah. angle of the film is is pretty not not in your face about that at right. all. Right, you can totally watch this film and just be like, ah, uh, you know. Ah, yeah, that totally works. Yeah, their atmosphere is typical we'll usual catastrophe. We'll, I just, we'll just we need suck another the sun in here. That fired up, baby. Totally works. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. But yeah, so it's it's yeah. I mean, I think that's a that I think that's a glib sort of explanation for yeah why. Because I mean, the, the the universe has been woke for a while. The right. other the other plot hole that I find is that because to make Thor's axe, they had to take a power of a star, and like that's how they had to forage it. So I'm like, mm. you already have the tools. They already have the tools necessary. For Asgardians oh, that's a good point. I didn't even that. thought about that. They did reignite a star in you Infinity War. You reignited a star already in Infinity War to make this in the first place. And you know the Asgardians. Seems like you could get this done in a different way without having to destroy a different planet. You can just yeah. take another star. that's the issue with the Kree. The Kree always kind of suck. Um, Poor Kree, man. Poor I mean, Kree. The, the, the Kree are not, are not yeah, cool they, like that. They do get... Um, Short end of the... Yeah, I was disappointed that we also got, like, almost a comics-accurate version of Supreme Intelligence, and he's there for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that! Oh, he's gone. No. Okay, well, that was... I wanted, I wanted my was... giant squid head. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was disappointing. You can only get so many Modocs. I was gonna say... We gave you get... Modoc. He was an Ant-Man. You hated him. <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, Modoc looked pretty shabby. Um, well, yeah, he, well, anyway, he's a shabby looking guy. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I, you know, I think, yeah. yeah, I think there's any number. I think, I think I would probably chalk it up less to wokeness and, and possibly to superhero fatigue. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is, is somebody in the mainstream 
wanted to talk about post-peak superhero? I've not heard that phrase in the mainstream. All right. It's I've heard a matter it. of time. I, I've heard it on the fringes. Or yeah, you could For always... about a, five years? Six Quite a while years? now. Yeah, seven years. If you really wanted to do a hard pivot, like a really hard pivot, you could do Deadpool where he's killing off all the superheroes. I'm wondering, because Deadpool's the only movie coming out next year. If they that wanted be, to do a pivot, that's the movie to do a pivot with. Like that would, and that would be, I feel like that'd be a really good storyline, because like then you just having have, I, a Because there, there was a thing where, there was a meme that showed, it was like, this is how you bring the X-Men into the MCU. Deadpool's on his computer with the MCU folder and the X-Men folder, and he just moves it over into it. And that I'm like, what, is, so what, what you do now that's is you have good, him open actually. the MCU folder, select every, select phase five, and just delete. That would be so that would be, funny. That'd be pretty good. Maybe he just got pulled through that space-time continuum rift. Maybe Deadpool three is actually in the MCU. Oh, I don't know. I and I, I, I think off all the heroes. I think he's going to be jumping around, you know, various multiverses. Oh, good. Because you know, know what that. I need is more multiversal yeah. jumping. Because the boring. what they've what's been coming out in the news lately is that Deadpool is going to be important to setting up Secret Wars. Because that seems to be the thing that they're going for next is... is well, Secret Wars? Uh, I don't know. I think they're going more for original Secret Wars than the Hickman version. Yeah. Though we've, we do have the... Um, oh, what are they called? The... Um, where the worlds are sort of smashing into each other. I can't oh, remember what they call that. More, more incursions. Recently. The incursions yeah. were mentioned in oh. uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I so, swear to God, if they do some kind of from incursion the thing... Well, I mean, we've already seen it in Multiverse of Madness. Make it more complicated. Yeah. No, thank you. You know what we really need? Squadron Supreme. With Quasar. Because you, you already beat me to it because they appeared in Quasar. Quasar and they the Squadron were, Supreme. Oh, come on. That is if that money, doesn't re, baby. If that doesn't that is money right well, then and well. there. All right. Well, that, yes. that's a nice gift to end the show on. Yes. Oh, yeah. If Quasar and the Squadron Supreme. Feige is listening. Oh, yeah. Right? He's now, he knows what he needs to do. Yes. To write this ship. I've got, I've got an even better idea. I doubt it. Quasar versus Doctor Doom. That is a quality film. No, because right that's a lightweight versus like a real heavyweight. Like it should be Quasar. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Quasar, Quasar probably is a bit more of a heavyweight than Doctor Doom. I was going to say Doom. Quasar versus one of the Hydra agents. <laughs> Hydra Just one. Agent. Just one of them. Hydra agent Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is a character in Deadpool, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that, that, yeah. that would be the matchup I'd want to see. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Give Quasar a fighting chance, at least. <laughs> I mean, the voting, the, yeah, uh, no doubt the or, is still against or it. But, yeah. Quasar versus Galactus. Like a 30-second That is, I, that'd be, that'd be yeah. I'm telling you. Quasar yeah. is the secret to saving the MCU. All right, so the MCU is dead. Heard it here first. Happy Christmas, everybody.